Spire. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the show where I talk to entrepreneurs to reveal the unexpected paths to entrepreneurship. Today, my guest is Jack Davidson of Skull Kids. The Skull Kids NFT project is... It's an amazing... It's an amazing project that he's running completely solo on his own with his girlfriend helping behind the scenes. Um, It's not generative art. He's doing uh, one-off art pieces, but he's built an entire gamified experience an nft experience that is phenomenal and we'll dive in in this episode into everything we start by talking about his story and his drive to just continue and push and grind and make the things happen in his life that he wants to happen he's he he is such an inspirational person that like i i just i love this episode and i really really think you're going to too so Without further ado, my conversation with Jack Davidson. Why don't we start exactly there then? So, okay, what right. is your uh, background? Like, so video editing and real estate. I saw the real estate broker part, but I did not know about the video editing part. Yes. So uh, originally, I had uh, like right out of high school, college just was not on the radar for me, and uh, I was just always a troublemaker and just never could get my shit together and just I. Uh, always had a little luck in my pocket and like, just like a little bit of a devilish charm. So uh, I got right into sales and I started doing like pretty well. I started selling solar panels, you know, little stuff like this. And, uh, I met this lady who I changed my life, who was like, let me show you how to sell houses. And I live out in the Hamptons on the East Mm -hmm. end of Long Island. So it's like, you know, like giant real estate out there. So, um, I got into real estate probably when I was around like 18, 19. So about like 10 years ago. And then, um, so I learned everything from this lady. She taught me how to canvas, how to cold call, how to door knock, how to just present yourself, how to sell you. And uh, she basically just brainwashed me. And she was re- she was trained by some really amazing people from like the 90s era of Wall Street. So like she just has this like, you're not fucking taking no for an answer attitude. And like it just like I, I just loved everything about it. So um, my first three years in real estate, uh, I didn't make a penny. Um, it was just a lot of, you know, it's tough and it's super competitive out here. So I used to, uh, door knock until my knuckles were white until, you know, I'd get a thousand no's a day, but then that one yes would call you back three years later. And it ended up being, you know, it's like, so I just, I've always hustled. I've always grinded. I just always was a mover and shaker and just like love the art of the deal. Um, so I have a very big background in sales. And then, uh, actually in the, in the interim, in that first three years, uh, another passion of mine, but yeah. So in that first three years, um, that I wasn't making any money, you know, I still had to pay bills and stuff. So I, uh, I, I worked at a, uh, group home for boys. So, which is like a, um, like just like social work, but like you're in the trenches. So like, and I love the line of work. It's just all these scrappy troublemaker kids that are getting a second chance at life. Like I was a scrappy troublemaker kid. So like, I really was able to connect with these kids and like, um, I found that that was, uh, it almost like became my home too. So uh, this will make full circle. In a little bit, that's the reason I'm bringing that up. So then I started going full time in real estate and uh, just had a few lucky deals back to back. And um, I, it was like right when like the big drone shit was happening, when people were like, "Oh, drones! Like drones are so hot. Drones are so cool." <laughs> so I remember I didn't have anything. Uh, I went to Best Buy with a credit card and I bought the drone. And within a week, I had it like paid off because I like ha- I was I listened for a very long time. I like learned how to pitch myself, how to gather business. So 
Um, cause you know, especially out in Hamptons real estate, nobody wants to fucking listen to a little 21 year old kid, 20 year old kid. Uh-huh. They don't know shit about anything. It's just, <laughs> I was good at selling. So then, uh, um, so wait real quick. So, so I, you paid yes. it off in just a week in terms just of revenue. So, yes. Wow. So, uh, actually a great friend of mine who's in the space too, Paul, um, he's a photographer. So I would go to him. I'd be like, dude, I landed a job. He's like, what, how? And like, so we would go and like. <laughs> He, him and I actually, we did a lot of work together, but so I started with the drone stuff, uh, getting just all, you know, beautiful footage of these. I taught myself how to do it totally unlicensed, totally illegal, didn't care. Um, <laughs> so it just, uh, I cops would pull me over and they'd be like, you have a license to fly that thing. And I'd be like, of course I have a license to fly this. Are you kidding me? I'm in a class C airspace, like learn all, like, you know, the lingo to it. And like the cops didn't know enough about it. So they'd be like, you know, I'm thinking about getting my kid one for Christmas. So, you know, like, they're trying, like, so. Uh, so I would do these jobs and I would just start networking and networking. And then, uh, it was just like something to supplement the real estate because then I became this digital marketing tool. So then what ended up happening was, uh, I, all the people out here that sell real estate are like dinosaurs, man. Like they're all so old and they don't know how to fucking use a computer. They don't know anything. (laughs) So I totally took advantage of that market. I was like, Hey, like, I know, I know the Facebook, I know the Instagram, like (laughs) I know, you know, I, you know, my millennial brain understands this yours doesn't. So. I started uh, like marketing, like uh, manipulating like Facebook ads and like just kind of, you know, getting it on the right eyes and uh, brokers were just amazed by it. It was like magic, you know, it made paper completely useless. So then because uh, they'll advertise in like newspapers and stuff out here. So mm-hmm. um, so then uh, where was I? Sorry, I got ADHD. Dude. I'm in a basket case. Like, <laughs> oh, I, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it's no problem. Uh, at all. But yeah, so you started with the drone, started with the social media and doing the things to really right, bridge right. that gap. Yeah, right. So the social media. So then, um, you know, a couple of years go by and uh, I, I just wasn't fucking happy. Um, it's just you, you lose your soul in it. But like I learned so many things that actually end up coming full circle in a little bit. Uh, everything that I've done for the last 10 years has brought me to this moment. So, um, so I did well, I made some cash. Like, uh, it was just like another, like I said, I always got luck in my pocket, luck in my corner. And, uh, so I started getting out of real estate. I want to go back to school. I wasn't sure about what I was having that quarter life crisis. So I was going back to school. Um, I met my current girlfriend. We've been dating for around like four years now. And, uh, I just was doing a hundred different things. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. I was still doing the media stuff for a while. And then, uh, we moved to Florida when COVID happened and, uh, we, I just, we kind of took the year off. Like I, I, I did like a lot of, uh, drop shipping and stuff like just, you know, making a few bucks on the side, but, um, we, we just took a year off and I, I just was so miserable. And I, I was at like, just I think just the COVID blues, you know, mm-hmm. like just everything just mixed into one, just the reality of how shitty our world is, you know, that that's a, that's a podcast for another time. But <laughs> so, uh, but so I, uh, I was just so down in the dumps and then, uh, we moved back to New York, we moved back to Long Island and I just was like, I don't want to go back to real estate. I don't care. I want to be happy and I don't know what's going to make me happy. So about like eight years later, you know, I, I hit up the guy from the ranch who runs the Timothy L children's ranch, the social workplace. And I was like, listen, uh, I, I, I don't know where I'm at right now. Like I, you know, I just went from being real estate based to that making money. Now I, I don't know. I'm having an identity crisis. I really, that place is kind of like a home to me. Uh, can I come back? And he was like, yeah, you can come back. You know, they paid me pennies, but I was like, all right, cool. So this is probably about March, February of this year. So I'm there in February, just hanging with these bad, bad motherfuckers like that. These kids are like 
you know, they're like gang members. They're fucking like they were just recently incarcerated, but they're all under 18. So instead of going to jail or juvie, they get a second chance here. And, you know, these kids get put to work. They change their lives. They're like, it's a dope place. But then they get cool staff like me that'll, uh, you know, like I really learn about their lives and like I really would become friends with them. And like we'd really make progress, but not through that like cheesy, corny bullshit where it's like, you know, like ask them how they feel. No, it's like, no, like, you know, like give a shit about these kids. Listen to their story. So I'm there. Uh, I, I feel a little bit more centered in my life and a lot of my friends were hit me up and they were like, uh, dude, you got to get into NFTs. You got to get into the NFT space. And I was like, ah, I was like, I don't know, dude, I've done a hundred of these fucking things. I've made money. I just, I don't know if that's going to be the next thing for me. And, uh, so something that I also didn't mention, um, before this was I've been an artist my entire life. It's been my true passion. So, um, my true dream is to, uh, I would love to like work for Adult Swim and do like voice work and create cartoons. I just grew up watching potty cartoons my entire life. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy is the core of my blood. You know, as a little kid watching <laughs> that shit. Um, so I, I just have a really perverted art style. And I, I just always, I've been into huge into graffiti, huge into uh, like skateboard culture. You know, just, I was, uh, I was uh, you know, I, I was born in 1993. So I, I went through that hardcore MTV fucking era and uh, just so inspired by it. But I would always doodle and create like silly comics. And um, I don't know, you, you might want to cut this part out, but <laughs> um, so I, they used to call me the penis bandit in high school because <laughs> I would graffiti like giant dicks, but they would be like really detailed and really <laughs> disgusting. And like, I don't care what walk of life you come from. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you are a man, a female. I, I, it, it does not matter who, what, where, when, or why. But if you see a giant dick drawn as like Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're going to fucking laugh. Dude. Uh -huh. Like you're going to chuckle or be like, that's <laughs> disgusting. So like my, my friends, they would hit me up and they were like, yo, like you got to do your dicks. You got to do your dicks. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't know. They're like, no, do your whole funny thing and do your dicks like Twitter. And I had never been on Twitter. So I was like, all right, like, let me try this. So I was on the, at the ranch work and, and I would do overnights. I do the grave, not your graveyard shift. Cause I don't sleep. Cause I'm a manic psycho. So then, um, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like drawing Pikachu as like a disgusting wiener. And like, I, I'm creating this brand and I came up with this name Dickers, which uh, it came from this idea. I wanted to create these dick stickers a while ago and like slap them around <laughs> New York city and like create like this brand, you know, based on dicks. So then uh, I start pumping out the dicks. I have no idea how NFT works. And uh, there was just some marvelous people in the space. Crypto pervs. He helped me out a lot to teach me how to like navigate it. And so I post these dicks and like the shock value, of them because they're really disgusting. I don't know if you if you've seen them. Oh, yeah, like, I've they're seen. really gnarly. Like, okay, all right, all right. So you're familiar. So you've seen Captain America's butthole. You've seen my perverted little twisted mind. So um uh yeah. So but like I said, I grew up watching South Park, grew up like all that shit's so funny to me. Like if you can't laugh at it, like you're weird. So it's like so so then uh so I start doing all these and I'm like getting shock value on Twitter. You know, people are like, oh that's <laughs> that's pretty funny i guess like yeah you know, and it's and, like hey uh, you don't look at this kind of thing <laughs> yeah 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 exactly so mixed reviews so i'm you know i'm trying to uh network on twitter just meet friends here and there and then uh my girlfriend was like they're not gonna dicks aren't for everyone babe like they're you're, they're, you're not gonna <laughs> you're not, not everybody's gonna think they're funny and i'm like oh fooey like they'll love them and then like you know i sat on it for like a week or two and i'm like she's right like <laughs> It's not going to appeal to everybody. I'm going to rub people the wrong way. Like people might not understand my sense of humor. Like they don't know me. So they might be like, who's that guy? Like, hey, that guy's weird. That guy needs to go to therapy. So then, uh, so then um, 
I always drew skulls, like I said, uh, and huge. I'm a huge video game guy, so very inspired by like Blizzard video games and Pokemon and you know everything like that. So uh, I, I've just always drawn skulls, and uh, my family comes from like a pretty like regimented religious background. So like I just grew up with like Christianity in my background, but like I am not that. I I've just gone my own way now. Like I was just when I was a kid, but um, so I've always been inspired just by like you know death and revelation and you know like all this crazy like end of the world kind of stuff uh just the artistic expression that like paints in your head when you're a child and you're getting read from the bible you know the beast from the sea rises with 10 heads and 10 horns you know like crazy shit so um so it's always kind of been my inspiration and uh so skulls were just something that went hand in hand with like the skateboard culture and stuff um and I was always just kind of like, you know, the black sheep, like I, I black sheep my family too. You know, I just never, I couldn't get with it. So I was just always a troublemaker and getting in trouble and whatnot. So, um, so I started, I started with the first skull kid and like I networked with a bunch of people already and then it sold in seconds. And then here we are now. So it's just been life changing. This space is just so crazy. Yeah. And like real quick, just to unpack, like what an NFT is for, I feel like I want to always reintroduce it to people just in case this Absolutely. is the first episode they're coming in. Maybe they listen to other ones, but um, so like an NFT Absolutely. sort of in your words. Okay. So I'm still learning too, guys. So <laughs> like I, uh, I, I'm just two months into this and you learn fast, but so an NFT stands for like a non-fungible token. So basically from the art perspective, it's just like you can mint one copy of something that you draw and like there will never be another copy like it that's it the person that owns it owns it so it makes it like very creative and very special and essentially what you're seeing right now is like a digital art renaissance we're going through something really beautiful right now and like yes i know i just told you i drew captain america's butthole and all this disgusting <laughs> stuff but like it's actually a beautiful thing like you're seeing a lot of these beautiful projects and these beautiful art like just artists like come out of their shell and finally like they're getting paid for what it's worth and like it's just like life-changing so um you have this collectible aspect to an nft where you get people that want to collect they want to invest so they want to invest in your brand and um you know you got to make collectible stuff for it depends on your vision and what you want to do because then there's also stuff called utility that comes in with that and that is like a whole nother rabbit hole yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah you, it, do you understand utility oh like, yeah 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 you're, you're into it heavy right? yeah so i'm into do. the space a lot but i want to always yeah. make sure that we're like uh because I can definitely run down this rabbit hole and jump too far ahead. And then people are like, I don't right. even know what this episode like, was oh, about. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I just want to be sure. Exactly. But yeah, with all of that, because it's amazing, because with NFTs now, someone like you, like as the artist, you can get paid not just for selling your piece. You can get paid right. on the aftermarket as well, a percentage 10, of those future sales. Maximum of 10% on OpenSea for every time something sells. So when your stuff blows up or yeah. if and when it will blow up, it becomes like... You just set up in a retirement for yourself. Uh -huh. But the only issue with OpenSea, and it's strictly banned in my Discord and my uh, my stuff that I have going on in my channel, but um, private sales because there's a mechanic in OpenSea that's just horrible. So they, if some, if you find like, let's say you and I have like board apes, right? Mm -hmm. Which is if for those who don't know is like a huge wonderful project that is on the Ethereum blockchain, and, and I saw so you got cool. one today, and Woo, Which did I? Awesome. I, uh, I had to. I just see the floor rising, and oh my god, it's actually a funny story. So, um, I accident—I accidentally bought it. It was a mistake, and that was—I uh, was like, oh, like the money, the money coming out of the metaverse. But so, what happened was, uh, I was like, should I do it? Should I do it? I'm talking to my Discord, and all the apes are like, oh, do it, do it. And my girlfriend's like, I picked one out. She's like, wait, I want to, I want to pick one. You buy it, blah, blah blah. So I was like, all right. So 
I had demoed the uh, the transaction to see what gas was in my MetaMask, uh-huh. and I never rejected the transaction. So <laughs> I went to go liquidate one of my fame ladies that I have because I have an ice one that's like worth a good chunk of uh, Ethereum. So I was like, let me liquidate this, roll it into that. So I go to sell it. And the sign box was still up, like to, you know, I signed through, I allowed it through, and then it was accept for the gas fee for the open eight. Oh, and I was like, oh, gas is a little high, whatever. So I clicked <laughs> it. And then I was like, and then another, the other one came up and the gas was like three bucks on it. I was like, oh no. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did it. But, it, you know, it's, it's, it's worth it. But, yeah. Um, and real quick for anyone listening right now. So Board Apes is an amazing community of people and they've built, They've built something just very special in that community. And yes. those apes, an individual JPEG of an ape goes for thousands of dollars right now. And like, yep. what was yours today? How many ETH? I spent 5.6 Ethereum. So it came to around like $10,500. But Wild. you know what? Like, I love the project. It seems mm-hmm. like it's going to be like, you know, how every decade it just has something so iconic that just brainwashes that like Pokemon was for 90s kids. Like, you know, you just, you know, th- there's a study that that says that they'll show people my age, like a picture of a Lamborghini. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. And they're doing like brainwave stuff. <laughs> then they show a picture of like Pikachu and Charmander and their brain lights up like they just did a line of cocaine like that. <laughs> it's just like so crazy how we compartmentalize like, you know. Uh, iconic stuff in the media. So um, I honestly think Board Apes is going to be like the 2020 and so on, uh, like the iconic thing. Like uh, my mom even knows, like she'll be like, there's one of those apes. I, like I saw it on on one of the advertisements on the Jumbotron. And I'm like, yeah, like it's it's crazy yeah. stuff. So yeah, that's wild. Um, I saw that some yeah. apes have like billboards in Vegas, like apes being yeah. the people that own them are buying these ads. And putting them out there, dude. It's it's so crazy because it's like you. If someone was like, "I want that ape," and it's like, "Well, that's the advertised ape." You can price that out. Like you can make a business on your own ape. Like it's just so crazy. Like yeah. when I explain it to people, like just to break it down, like uh, like I said, sales. So you have to analogies. Uh-huh. You have to connect to people because when this was first going through my ADHD brain, I was like, "Don't understand. Gonna draw dicks." So <laughs> it took me, you know, months to like get it. But so the way I describe it, it's like your own personal art stock market within the crypto stock market within the stock market. It's like just so it's just all influenced by each other. And like, it's just really, um, it's really cool because you could just like invest in something that you like. And it's not necessarily this big fucking tech company you have no idea about. It's like personal in Discord, like, well, at least for some of them. But um, yeah, so that that broken mechanic in OpenSea is that when they engage in a private sale if we were to if we were to trade the board apes um outside of it, it, within a private sale within OpenSea, it screws the creator out of the 10 percent oh, and it, really? it also right it's a weird mechanic you think because like you know the, the board apes one sold a couple weeks ago for like 145 grand like i know they're a pretty big like you know project but like if one of my skull kids sold for that high and it's like i got cut by 10 percent, like you best bet i'm coming to knock on your door for my cut that yeah. it's like it's just and and also like i give back like a lot to my community and that like helps so much in royalties and um so that's the only mechanic that that's a little weird on it but um other than that it's just yeah like i said it's like the an arts your own personal art stock market within the crypto stock market and uh yeah, is it a hell of a ride? I haven't oh, slept. Yeah. I work like 20, 20 hours a day. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I saw you post that. I think you said that you have calluses on your hand from all the illustrating you're doing. Yeah, hang on. I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but ready? <laughs> so 
here's my look at my middle finger uh -huh. right you see this is my middle finger you're gonna want to be looking right here yeah I, I i'm trying to make it like focused so then <laughs> look at the the i have that bump. you literally you see that bump have right a there? See? you see that dude <laughs> so that's I've just hilarious. never drawn i've never drawn so much in my life uh -huh. it's just like my dream has come true. Like I was just at like a rock bottom in my life and I just was able to just turn the ship around in a month. And I was like, holy crap. Like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. dreams do come true. Like, uh -huh. yeah, it's just the, it, the space is so wonderful. So, so like you're two months in, two months into doing this. Is this two your full time gig right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I so assume because I, uh, with how much you're putting out. Oh, my God. Just with the utility. And like it's I my girlfriend and I like manage everything. So it's like she's doing spreadsheets. I'm yelling at her for saying the wrong things in Discord. <laughs> like it's just like you know we're we're truly like the like a mom and pop shop, of absolutely like the NFT lands landscape. Because a lot of these generative projects, it's like you can't keep up, and like mm -hmm. they kind of suck because it's like the last man holding the bag loses unless they have value like board apes or punks or like yeah. you know something like that. But um, no, yeah, we're we're working so much, and uh, I'm just so addicted, and it doesn't feel like work. So that's why it's like. Oh my god, I just love it so much. And uh Well, and you have that yeah, hustle. You have that drive just just from your right. story. Like this is you. Right. This fits perfectly with that's, you. That's why everything kind of uh -huh. came to a bubble where it was like all the light bulbs came on and I was like, "Yes, like yeah. this is I was made for this." So, just swindling deals, brokering deals, <laughs> fucking drawing, doing this, you know. And uh so, it's just uh it's life-changing. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to well first, um in terms of revenue, about where are you at now in two months? Because I want people listening who may know nothing about this to really understand right. what this what this opportunity is right now. Right. So, okay. So just before I get into that, I will say that I am like uh, a self-proclaimed like financial genius. Like that is the <laughs> douchiest thing I could say. But like I... Um, I've just, I, I, I just got really good with, uh, saving money and being smart with money and, uh, you know, money makes money. And like, I, I just, like I said, I learned from some really wonderful people in real estate that like, really, they were like, what do you mean you're buying lunch? That's 10 bucks. That's uh, 3,600, you know, whatever a year, like <laughs> uh -huh. you're, think about, you can save that, that could go to this. And I'm like, wow. Like when you, you know, so it's just, uh, that mindset mixed with this space, the possibilities are truly endless. Like, oh, yeah. so, uh, so with Skull Kids, I, I started the price point very low and then some eyes got on it and then people started hopping in like crazy and then it just uh, just developed and I, I kind of created these systems where it's like one hand feeds the other and it's like, you know, create like really hardcore value within certain pieces. And uh, so within, since May 22nd to now, so almost like not even two months. Yes, uh, what, Skull the 14th Kids or has of July? right, yes. Yeah, so fifteenth of July today. Skull Kids, let me check. Yeah, fifteenth of July today. So let's see. Uh, OpenSea.io. Okay, and it hasn't updated yet because there's been some trades today because OpenSea is a little slow at times. But so I have traded. 51.8 ethereum in about six weeks so i and, uh, and one ethereum right now is about what 2100 2200 bucks somewhere around somewhere around there I think. Uh, right now it's a little under 2000 okay. it took a little hit hit today it's around 1900 but in uh, you know this isn't financial advice by any means but whenever it dips like buy that shit like uh -huh. why you know buy buy every little bit of that shit like there is there's is no reason you shouldn't and also when when eat dips it means 
NFTs go on sale. I got that board ape for that price today. Definitely not going to be that price soon. So it's oh, like, yeah. you know, it, it's win-win. It's like, you know, but um, yeah, that's six figures in less than two months. And I think that's something really important for people to think about is when you can absolutely. find these opportunities, when you see them, because it's it's going to be unmatched. I mean, a year from now, the space is going right. to be very different. But you like you are one of the like pioneers of the space right now you're defining what it means to create a project like this and that's yeah. why i wanted to talk to you because i really like you mentioned utility and i want to dive into that and what that means for you absolutely absolutely um, but like it's it's just so amazing to me I, like i love seeing that connection like we're getting rid of that middleman yeah. it's just like like everything else becomes democratized and like musicians can reach their um can reach their audience and now artists have a way to reach, reach their audience reach their audience and, and really there's never connect. been something like that before yeah yeah, yeah. And, and to this degree too where the original artist is paid in perpetuity as they should be you're not going to sell it like as you said for a skull kid is cheap you're not going to only have your collectors making a ton of money even though you are giving back to your collector like so many things i want to talk about with with how you're yeah. running this project that i love yeah but yeah absolutely just the systems but, are amazing right yeah, and it, it, that's where it really dives into. I feel like it's really strong grassroots in your community because uh, my Discord is like we are all so tight and like we all like really are just on the same page and like we're just I can't do it without them. Like it's not uh -huh. just me, and it's like you know we're we're all driving this ship together. Like and we, it's just yeah, it's been surreal is lack of a better word. But that fifty one point ETH traded is um, I would say uh, it's it's tough to uh to gear what i what the profit was yeah. but that's just total with like secondary and stuff because mm -hmm. my secondary has blown up within the last couple of days and you know people are trading stuff for a lot of money but i've definitely made a good chunk of change from it and mm -hmm. uh but like like i said like i'm not uh like i said i've always been like a little degenerate little street rat so it's like i gotta <laughs> i gotta give back to my homies you know like if i'm eating everybody's eating so it's like that that's it like that that's i, I want to be able to give back you know um well, and I love that. I just feel like, and just for yeah, anyone listening, you know, what you're doing, like you're anyone who owns three skull kids, you're sharing right. your profits with them, and that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So the fifty percent royalty is uh, whenever OpenSea pays me. Well, at the end of the month uh, is when I'll do it. They'll get like a bulk payment uh, split amongst the holders, three or more. Yeah, and uh, that that you know down the line that that could be huge. I, I don't think I'm going to. I'm going to alter that number at some point just because when the collection's complete, you know, that that's going to be, you know, mine. But, you know, mm -hmm. I still plan on giving back, like, obviously, to it. It's just I might lower or increase. I don't know, depending, depending on I got to see how the numbers work out, but uh, I'm going to revisit it at some point. But the 50 percent uh, that the, the way I came up with that is. Um, uh, these 10K projects last week were, were killing the little guys. They were absolutely killing the little guys because you were getting hundreds of thousands of new people coming into this space every day like and gray face accounts like just people that aren't even like a thing they're not around like they're they just they're active they're trying to learn and the first things they may see because everybody gets flooded are these flashy 10k last man holding the bag projects that are kind of like chasing the board apes high or chasing and some are dope don't get me wrong oh, yeah. i'm not shitting on, on all of them by any means but like you'll get uh just fresh eyes. I remember when I was first in the space, it was so fucking overwhelming. I was like, I just gotta get my hands on one of these. Like, I don't care what it is. And like, then, then once you get the the development of how the system works, and the last man holding the bag just bought something for ten ETH, and it's like, all right, we're done. And it's like, what do you mean we're done? Like, this sucks. <laughs> There's no value to this. So that's why utility is also important. It's creating the value. But so to keep up, to keep up with the, I just had a second. Here. 
bakery sale. Sorry, so ADD. Oh, um, no, anyway, so uh, <laughs> um, so uh, see, my brain's always computing, always selling, always crunching, uh-huh. numbers, always going. But uh, so then uh, um, I had to, I had to stay competitive, and I was like, you know, I would do Ethereum giveaways. You know, I'd be cool with my guys in Discord. I, you know, do giveaways and stuff like that. But I was like, how can I like change something that the little guys aren't doing yet? And like, maybe I'm not so much a little guy anymore, you know, that things have evolved a little bit, but I was like, I, I, you know, if I give people shared interest as like, you know, like, uh, like stockholders in my, in my, in me, like they're uh-huh. investing in me, um, they, it's like they own a part of Skullkin. So it's like that it's incentive for, sur- for longevity and survival of the project. And like, I think it got so many eyes, like just being like, wow, you know, like that's pretty crazy. And there, there's a, there's a saying that I, uh, I, I talked to my girlfriend about the other day, you know, where they say like money talks and bullshit walks. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that expression? Uh-huh. So like that expression to me, uh, growing up just as a little asshole, I always thought like, ha, if you have money, it means you're badass, And if you don't, it means you're a broke bitch, you know, like just some <laughs> dumb shit like that. But like, I've really had a different perspective on that word on, on that, um, that saying uh, lately because it's like money talks and bullshit walks. So when money talks, I feel like when you have money, uh, real recognizes real. And like when you're generous, that shit comes back to you tenfold. And like Absolutely. not even back to you tenfold, but the people that you bless and so on and so forth. And like you never know what what chain of kindness you could set on. You know, like I, something I always said in the start of my community was like, I want to be able to like, I want someone to sell one of my things to fucking pay off their house one day or send their kids to college or send it, pay off their debt or like something crazy like that. And like, uh, like I said, if I'm eating, everybody's got to eat too. But, um, then there's the, the, there's the negative side of that where it's like in bullshit walks. And like, instead of that necessarily meaning like you have no money, you, you're bullshit, you can't like keep up or whatever that side of the saying, I, I feel go like is directed at people with money, but that are greedy and that are like, no, fuck you. I'm going to hoard all this. I'm going to keep this to myself. We're not even fuck you. It's just, this is the way my business is designed. I'm sorry. I'm only going to profit from this and then pay my employees 15 bucks an hour. Like, you know, some bullshit kind of like corporation shit, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. that's greedy. That's shitty. And that's awful. It's like, I want to, I, I just, you know, I got to put my money where my mouth is like, there you go. With another saying where it's like, <laughs> I guess, you know, now I know why they say that, but it's just, uh, and I, I love the people in my community. They're truly my friends. Like I get to know each and every one of them. And, uh, yeah, so the the royalty get, give back kind of um, just really cert researched. Like people in my Discord for a long time, they were like, "We're not shilling this anywhere. Like we have to pick up the real estate before this blows up." You know, like <laughs> all that stuff like that. So yeah, there uh, is that yeah, feeling, yeah. right? Because like everyone wants it to succeed, but they don't want to miss the train. And like once exactly. it's out of the station, it's kind of too it's- like. I mean, I'm sure you've seen ghosts. What happened in the last week oh with my that? God. Has... I remember when he was dropping the first 10 and I had just, I was like a week into NFTs uh-huh. and I was like, this looks cool. I should get this. Like people are thinking about it. And then I was like, ah, you know, I got, I got bills to pay. I got to be careful. I got to save my money properly. I was like, nah, I'm still learning. Let me see. And then uh-huh. I was like, yeah. ah, like son of a bitch. Uh-huh. But, and even last week he had a drop of a uh, lunar Zodiac. I think it was, they were half an right, ETH. Yes. And I'm like, ah, that's still a lot of money. It's over a grand. I'm now, like, now, now they're yeah. selling for yeah, overnight, crazy. overnight. They're selling for four ETH. I mean, this on for $8,000 and you could have bought it right. less than seven days ago for a grand. It's insane. Yeah. But- He's, the, the creator of that is so fantastic at 
strong community mm-hmm. and he's also fantastic at, at developing utility and yeah. like that's where it's strong is the utility is where it's strong mm-hmm. and uh yeah so it, it's just it's powerful what this space can do yeah, so uh, i want to swing also, back to it, yours though yes not, not get too yes. far down that because that's a totally <laughs> different topic because your utility right. and how you've uh nurtured the community and like what what do your drops look like? What is sort of the uh, what are the broad strokes of the project? Like when you're dropping new art and how are you doing it? Right, <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> the cool thing about Skull Kids is that um, I don't know what I'm drawing until I get to my iPad. So it's not until I'm I'm like ah pirate Skull Kid, you know, or something <laughs> like I just come up with something or uh, you know it's tough to stay fresh and creative. But the way that the drops originally worked was I I just I was just being the, the me, the, the, the me version of me. And like, which I said as a, you know, I'm super ADHD. I'm a little manic. So like I, uh, I would just drop 2am then again at 8am and then I'd sleep <laughs> until 6pm and then get up and drop another one at 7pm. And like, people would be like, when, why, how, you know? And I'm like in discord, I'm like, I don't know, like you guys, I have no fucking idea. So then, and I still kind of keep that rhythm, but there now it's become organized chaos. So I didn't want people to lose out on gas wars. So I started doing raffles and I spin this wheel in my discord and someone gets selected. And then we do a private transaction amongst us and that got all hyped up. And then, uh, people were like, okay, like what's next. I'm so excited. I'm like, what's next. What do you mean? What's next? I have no idea. Like, uh, so then I came up with the idea for augments and then that's, yeah, which it. I that's think it's really smart. Utility. Yeah. So, uh, and that's evolved too a lot as well. The, the system, it's funny every day it's, you just learn constantly and you have to adapt to your market and co- consistently, consistently be hot, and fresh. And, um, and then when it, it's, this space is just so crazy, 13 hours later after you drop something, they're like, and what? I'm like, what do you mean? And what? Stop it. So then, <laughs> yeah. And real quick, can you but, explain then what the augments are and like sort of how that yeah, works? Because totally. like what's interesting, really interesting to me about this space is it is such an analog opportunity. Like yes, you don't not, you're not yes. writing code to do these things. You're not generating some yes. big software project. Like this is you mm. building Mom essentially. Yeah. And it, an experience like almost a yes. gamified experience for your community yes, yes. Yeah. you nailed it you absolutely nailed it yes yeah, that i love is it a though. perfect way an interactive nft experience so like i said um growing up i i was just huge final fantasy legend of zelda world of warcraft i was just a big rpg guy growing up and i just loved crafting systems and like when you get i don't know if you're familiar with rpgs at uh-huh. all or, or any game so it's like when you are at, especially World of Warcraft, I'm such a WoW junkie, but like when you get to max level and you're raiding and you have just invested a half a year of game time into this character and he has the dopest fucking shoulder pads and helmets and fucking his gear is decked out and you're the highest DPS on the charts. It's like it's like this addictive like serotonin rush just anytime you look at your, your avatar or your character. And so that was just always my inspiration was crafting. I love crafting systems. I love that. It was like in order for you to get like a piece of gear in Warcraft, for example, it's like you might have to farm those items for weeks in order to get it. And then like finally, it's like all this work goes into it and you're like, yes, finally. <laughs> and so that that's why the runes, I, I, I was inspired by Warcraft's uh, crafting system, to be honest with you, where I was like, okay, like it's, I want to make it hard to get. And I also want to make it a pain in the ass so that when you receive the augmented skull kid, you're like, ah. <laughs> so like I've created this 
emotional roller coaster. This uh, it's sales, sales. Uh-huh. Here we go using my sales back into it. So this emotional roller coaster of this. I got the skull kid. Ugh, I need the rune. I got the rune. <laughs> and then, but with the rune, I make it like once you buy it, you have to transfer it back to me, and then I burn it. So the rune never exists again. So there's mm-hmm. only a finite amount of runes. So it makes it competitive. So depending, and the the runes basically are. Um, all different elements and different types of things that you can augment your skull kit with. So I'll have like a fire rune, an ice rune, a dark rune, a holy rune, um, a fell rune, a toxic rune, an ox, an aqua rune, a uh, nature rune. And the one legendary I have is a fusion rune where you can fuse two skull kits together. So I designed some of them to be able to be fused together. So, you know, create to have people buy two, you know, hold on to whatever. Mm-hmm. But so, um, so then when they get the rune, they have to trade it back to me and then I have to burn it. So it costs gas to go back and forth, pain in the ass. You're doing the crafting. This is the grinding. <laughs> you're now you're now taking the hammer to the anvil, and then, uh, and then it'll take me another eight to sixteen hours to get it back to you. So you're just like, fuck. When is it going to be here? <laughs> so then, when when they finally get it, it's like, ah, like I have, I have it, I have it. Uh-huh. And so um, then, what's cool about each skull kid is that you can augment your skull kid more than once, but not with the same rune. So like you can have like, let's say you have uh, Medusa. I know Medusa was the one that I drew. So you have Medusa. You can have a fire rune on Medusa, but you may win an, an ice rune and then you can use that ice rune on Medusa. So now you have two different augmented Medusas. So then it's like now you have this element of, of Skull Kids that there's a bunch of different elements and they just look so sick and augmented. And uh, yeah, so that's definitely a cool part. That's like the top tier basically is the augments. I have one on auction right now i don't even know what it's at i haven't been looking i'm so horrible but um <laughs> that it's uh but it um it, it it creates this yeah like you said this interactive really intimate like i'm gonna draw this for you like uh-huh. you got you got this dope piece and like now uh and then they can sell that and still keep their base skull kit and continue augmenting so it's like what i wanted to do was uh keep the value of the main skull kit so the utility doesn't outride the skull kid, even though it kind of will, I guess, eventually because they look so badass. But it's like the 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 base value of the skull kid is that they're just so they're flexible. You can do so much with it. So that's where the value is truly held. So then what happened was with the floor rising, um, I realized that there's you know only X amount of people that can play in small projects like this. That it's and and you know with 10k projects, is you get so many eyes and you get so many people that. Um, they create false FOMO. They buy their own shit. They juice the prices up. You know, it's like they, oh, they really manipulate the real market. Quick. When you say 10K projects, there's 10,000 pieces in this project. 10,000 pieces. Yeah. yeah. And they're all generated. So it's not like hand drawn. It's like some artist draw, pre draws it and like this computer just spits out 10 different things mm-hmm. on one base character. Yeah. And then it gets sent out and they will mint 10,000 of them at once. They'll drive the gas prices up and then it'll be, you know, Gas is a transaction fee you have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. In, in NFT land. Uh-huh. But, um, but yeah, yours so, are all individual and you're up to like what number now? Do you know offhand? Uh, 115. Yeah. 115 today. Okay. And we're in series two. Series one was 100 Skull Kids. Series two is going to be 50 and series three is going to be 50. So we'll end at 300. But I have so much utility planned past that um, mm-hmm. that will just create. I, I call it the Skullverse. I, I, <laughs> I got to start changing it instead of skull kids skull verse but so much utility so much airdrops for holders like uh just different things to keep people interested and not necessarily interested but like uh like 
like I'm trying to etch etch this into stone here into the space that it's exactly. like I want this to I want Skull Kids to be a household name. I want kids five or six years from now wanting Skull Kids merch. You know what I mean? Like that. Uh-huh. It's like I want I want it to be known where it's like if there is a Skull Kids sticker in the city that someone goes, I know what that is. You know, yeah. like I, I would love that. So, um, but so uh, to to touch back a little bit, there's another side of my utility that I do as well. Um, that I created something called Soul Kids. So with the floor rising, it, 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 like I said, it was hard for people to compete, uh, to, you know, little guys that are just getting in, uh, that, that maybe don't have thousand, a thousand bucks to spend on something like this. And they don't have the information and they're not sure about what this project offers. And discords are fucking intimidating when you get in there and people yeah. are like new me, you know, like they, <laughs> like they just like, you're not one of us. Like, but uh, actually my discord's super nice. Like we oh, love yeah. when new people come, like they immediately are at home when, when we're with us. Um, sure. But yeah, when like, as of a few weeks ago, I had never been in a single Discord ever. So, like, yeah. stepping foot in, it is just like, what is happening? Like, there's so many different, like, rooms and all these different things. I don't know right. what, what everyone's talking about. It's so hard to, like, grasp right. at first. And, but the more that you use it and utilize it, the easier it becomes second nature. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, all right, this kind of makes sense. Some of them are weird, but most of them make sense. Uh-huh. And it happens but- much faster than I anticipated because I don't want mm-hmm. that sort of... I didn't want that always on, like something's happening all the time. I come from like a minimalism yeah. background. So I'm like, oh. like that's a very different approach. But as soon as, yeah, as soon as I got in, I realized, oh, wait, this is really just like me opening the door to a little party being like, hey, what's up, guys? What's going on today? What yes, are you talking that about? That is a great and analogy. That off. is a fantastic analogy. <laughs> that is a fantastic analogy. I love that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah it's but it's definitely a little overwhelming. Yeah. But uh, so the so the people that couldn't afford uh, the proper amount of skull kids. Uh, I was like, okay, like I, I, I still, I got to stay true. I got to stay true to my word and I want to help the little guy out too. You know, this Uh isn't just like, yes, I want all the whales here too, but like, (laughs) I also want, I want to change somebody's life. So, um, I created these things called soul kids where they're a form of utility where it's like, I'll drop, uh, different amounts of them. So like the yellow, pink and blue soul kid, all I dropped for 0.6 Ethereum, which is like a hundred bucks. And so what this acted as was a raffle ticket for an airdrop for a skull kid. So I'll draw the skull kid and then that skull kid will get airdropped to a random soul kid holder. And for those who don't know what an airdrop is, an airdrop is when um, an NFT magically appears in your wallet from somebody <laughs> that they pay for it. It's just like they kind of, they, they'll like gift it to you. So um, when I airdrop a, a skull kid, you know, the value on that right now, my floor is like 0.4 and, uh, for a mm, little less, little more, you know, it's, it's hard to really see where it's at, but that's, you know, it's a good chunk of money. So oh, yeah. it's nothing to sneeze at. And, you know, the guy that got it for a hundred bucks, you know, could flip, you know, they could do whatever with it. Like they now it's pretty cool. So that's why I designed it like that. But I also wanted people that if they didn't win, I wanted them to have a collectible piece of art. So then uh, so I did different colors. I did like 20 green ones, uh, no, 25 green ones. I did 30 originally, but gas was high and I burned five of them, um, because, uh, all these 10 Ks were dropping and then the purple one, there's 20. So depending on the soul kids that you have, or the amount of soul kids that you have will be your raffle entry. But the way I created true value in it was by calling out colors in my discord being like, okay, pink raffle. So now the pink that you have still keeps its value because, and it makes it highly tradable. So it creates this 
this low market, middle market, and then augment market where it's like now I now I'm hitting all three tiers yeah. of 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 the aspects where it's like all right 100 bucks I could probably live live you know without it like I'm not going to die if I spent you know spent 100 bucks is you know reasoning with a lot of people in this space so uh or 0.06 I should say so 0.06 and then they, they'll get this and it's like you know for the ones it's like a one in ten chance that that you can get that you'll get a skull kid which is a pretty good thing and it's like it boosts the numbers for skull kids and so when I call out and say yellow skull kid, like t- today I'm doing a soul kid, uh, raffle for the yellow one. And I drew like this hazmat suit kind of guy is like super badass, and, um, it'll get airdropped to a random yellow holder. So now I'll watch on the secondary, the prices of the yellow go up, oh, yeah. people trying to buy as much yellow. So now it's like, I created like a little, a little trading thing, but with my art still too. So it's like my art still getting out there. So. Yeah, and it's um, that sales, so, like you said. I mean, you have the three price tiers now where people can get in still and have that opportunity. Right. Like, right, yeah, right. I love it. I and, love what you're and doing. I love to. I, I love to. Thank you, thank you. I I, I try to. I, I'm I'm a generous guy. Uh, so I, I just um, I just want to make sure that this could be for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't want like today on board apes. I just had to drop. 5.6 ETH to get in and like I, I I love the art so much and I always have loved it and like I uh it feels good to be there but it's like can't get in now it, uh-huh. it kind of so I just want to make sure I have aspects while at excuse me <laughs> while <laughs> at least while at least the project is going on I still uh, I want to give some people still a chance to get into it because once once it's all wrapped up and you know maybe Skull Kids is over. It's like I, it's out of my hands now. So, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, it has been wild. It's exhausting, but it is a fun exhausting because yeah. it's just uh, constantly. I didn't think I could get this creative. I've always been a creative person. I've always drawn. I've always created. I've always wrote uh, just like screenplays and ideas for cartoons and just. But it was always just in my spare time. So I never flexed the muscle. And they say it's a muscle. They they really. It's like you know muscle memory just with your hand and just like working out your creativity in your brain and you know it just the more you use it the 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 more fluid it becomes and uh don't get me wrong there are days when i wake up and i'm like i can't even look at my ipad i'm like oh my god i can't i don't know what i'm gonna (laughs) do you know and but it's uh i i've i've actually shocked myself with how creative i i've i've gotten because the space is so inspiring to continue to dig deeper and i i don't find it inspiring in like a competitive way everybody is so supportive here it truly is awesome. It's, it's so supportive that it's like, so coming from a background in real estate, you're stabbing people in the back constantly. No, you go fuck yourself. I'm getting this house. Like, yeah. I don't care if you just lost the listing. I'm coming after this listing. And it's like, you always, you sleep with one eye open constantly. And like, that's what I'm used to with sales. It's just always like having to like, like show my teeth. And like here it's like, I love, I love, I, I love bidding on other people's art. I love spending money on other people's art. I love, because I remember that feeling and it's like, I want to like, let me see like what, what attention can be drawn onto this. Like, let's see where it goes. Like, I really, truly love this project. I love the utility. I love like what's going forward with it. So, um, the, the greatest thing that I've seen though, in the last couple of days is so the 10 K projects have definitely kind of slowed down a little bit. Cause I think people are waking up and being like, I don't want to be the last guy holding the bag. Like that kind of sucks. Like it's, it's like, it's like a pyramid scheme in a way, not all of them before oh, yeah. people freak out with me saying that, but it's not all of them. 
it, it's some of them and it's very obvious that that they are and like you know but everybody's learning in the space they continue you know we make mistakes all the time but um the best thing that i've seen this week is that i've seen a lot of people being like nah hand drawn's the way to go like i think that's cool or not hand drawn but just like somebody who has utility in store for the long term yeah. this isn't just a cash grab don't don't do that don't come don't come in here to make a quick 10 grand if you're coming in here to make a t quick 10 grand do all the 10k projects you want but if you, you're here for longevity if you're here to place you if you're here to etch your name in stone in this space before it fucking really takes off because we're in the genesis of it oh, yeah. like leave your name here play for the longevity of this game that quick 10k flip it's not going to be worth in my opinion it's just like when you think about this even just five six seven years down the line it's like yeah i know it's very volatile and a lot can happen don't get me wrong but it's like you that it could be worth so much more it's like invest in something that's real invest in invest in creators that care and like you clearly see it in board apes you clearly see it in punks you see it in ghosts you see it in all these monumental projects and that's the secret recipe is giving a shit yeah really yeah because i mean you're <laughs> it's simple it's you're simple. writing the history right now the history of nfts is being written today i mean there's Digital things like punks. yeah punks have been around for a few years, but it absolutely is like 100 yeah. percent. it's a beautiful thing yeah so much opportunity it's amazing if oh, someone yeah. so well first on rewind just a little bit um you said you never felt like you had this much creativity in you. How much were you mm -hmm. drawing before this? Because now, like you said, 20 hours a day, you're, <laughs> you're illustrating things. Yeah, holy. Yeah, it's crazy because I don't sleep. Uh, <laughs> it's nuts. But um, I would, I was a doodler. I was always a doodler, but like very good at doodling. And uh, there was a period uh, about three years ago where I, uh, my girlfriend and I would be in bed and we'd be scrolling through Instagram. She's an artist too. So she like really appreciates art as well. And be scrolling through Instagram and like looking at this just amazing digital art. And I've never drawn digital art. And I was like, how the fuck do they do that? Like, I just don't even understand. Like I, I, I just can draw like, you know, everybody has a different style, but it's like, I want to, I want to learn that. I want to learn how to do that. So then uh, one semester I went to, community college just took a semester on like art classes and it was like at first it was like you know i was the old guy in the class there's a bunch of young kids in there and like i go into the class and it's like drawing 101 and like i kind of have a chip on my shoulder i was like ah, i'm some better than this like ah, you know whatever and and 2d design those are the two classes and they broke art down to such a molecular level and it changed my life it changed really? everything so the classes they broke it down into like shapes like at first i was like this sucks i'm like i don't want to shave that and then they're like then they teach you like lighting and like value where value where value hits like a, a circle and like if the if the if the light's coming from for example look at my face uh -huh. you can see the light the brightest part here is because the reflection of my forehead is coming from the light in that direction so this side of my face is going to be a lot lighter than this side of my face but I also have the, the cam light on me, but you could kind of uh -huh. see it. So they would teach you how to think, but on a circle. So you could really master it. And I was like, but by the end of the semester, I was like, I cannot believe it. And I didn't even learn digital anything. It was just like pen and paper. And like my, my main medium was always like Sharpies and stuff like that. But so then 
I had the iPad and I just practiced, I practiced, I practiced, I worked. Uh, I didn't really draw too much. It was like less than an hour a week, like nothing crazy. Like, uh, it was just when I had time for it. I, I, you know, I played video games a lot. I, I would work. I, I didn't care. I didn't want to do it. I would do it. I would just do it to make my friends laugh, like nothing crazy. And then when I really started digging into like, uh, human anatomy and, uh, perspective uh, is never good at hands and feet. That's like an artist thing where they can't draw hands and feet. So like I practice that and I practice and um, just never really got too into it. But I just really little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit at just working on the basics and just simple shapes, like how you can turn a body, a, a straight up human body out of a couple cylinders and circles when you break it down. And it's just a matter of filling in the lines after it just, it just exploded like this part of my brain where it was like, it's just like a, the, the key turned. And I was like, yes, like this is it. I understand. Now I just have to learn the software. So then it was just hours of YouTube, you know? Um, like I said, I never really was a college guy. It was always just a uh, scrappy, just figure it out on my own. Just, and I do all the time. So. Oh yeah. I love it. And like, yeah. I mean, you, you said that uh, you always have luck on your side, but honestly it, yeah. it is, it's your drive. You're, doing like i'm always like do more and good things happen that's what i always tell people and like sort of the premise of this show and why i called it starting now is to get started on the idea and like you've started on many different ideas that all culminated into this moment into this right now that you wouldn't be the same person if you hadn't done all of those things that you outlined prior to this right right and i almost told when my friends called me and they were like yo do the nfts do the nfts i was like Nah, it took him like two weeks of convincing me because like I, I had done stocks before I, had, you know, I'm, it's no new, it's not, it was nothing. I was just like, ah, that stuff. I don't understand that stuff. And then once I started going down the rabbit hole, I was like, okay, but I almost didn't do it. And like, so that's another, to the person out there that's listening right now that, you know, like do it, fucking do it. Like uh-huh. the, the most powerful thing that lady in real estate taught me, cause I used to be a little weenie. I used to hate door knocking. I was scared to not really, I always was good at talking to people, but it was just, it's intimidating. Like, you know, like just cold canvassing and getting to know people and like networking and putting yourself out there and like making yourself the big dog and like saying like, Hey, here's why you want to work with me. I know I'm 21, but I promise you, I know my shit. I don't sleep at night. I'm super manic and I love what I do. So please listen to me just for five seconds. And like, I, I didn't learn how to do that until she told me this beautiful bit of knowledge. And, uh, for the person out there that needs to hear this, um, What's the worst that they can tell you? No. It's yeah, the worst perfect. that happens. Yeah. What's the worst that happens? They tell you no. Okay. Go knock on the next door. They're <laughs> going to tell you no again. You go knock on the next door. They're going to tell you no again. You're going to get like a thousand no's before you get it, before you get one yes. And it's like, but that one yes could lead you to a $6 million listing on Dune Road in West Hampton Beach. And like you, you just, you never know opportunity knocks constantly. And we, we are raised in such a uh, lazy instant gratification culture where it's like, and the uh, it, 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 if it doesn't happen now, if it doesn't happen, then it's a, we, our generation has forgotten about investments and it, investing in yourself. And it's like, it, it's, I know it's like kind of lame and cheesy, you know, Gary V advice, but it's like, it, it's it's really true. The stuff he says is like true with that, where it's like, get after it, like fucking do it. Like, don't, don't be a weenie, go do it, go knock on that door, knock until your knuckles are white. So that's why it's like, I come full circle every time with that story where it's like, sorry, my phone's ringing, that's but um, knock until your knuckles are white. Like, that's okay. it. Like fucking get out there and do it. What's the worst they're going to tell you? No. All right. Thank you. 
Well, my uh, here my my name is uh, my my name is Jack. Anyway, so uh, here's my card. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bother you. And you never know. You might somebody there. So there was a whale uh, that I became friends with on uh, Twitter who didn't like my dicks. And because he didn't really know me, but I, I kept bugging him. I kept bugging him. I kept going in his DMs. I kept going in his DMs, not even just shilling, asking him to buy, but just sincerely trying to network and get to know him because he seemed like a good dude. And uh, he, you know, we became buddies. We became friends. And uh, he was the first person who bought the first Skull Kid within seconds. So nice. he was watching my account, but he just didn't necessarily want to have a wiener in his collection. Uh -huh. And like, so then when that first Skull Kid sold to him, it was like, he, what's the he you know he didn't buy a dick he didn't want to buy the dicks he wasn't into it he, he didn't want it on his page i get it whatever but i kept i kept knocking i kept saying hey what's up what are you doing yeah well how are you doing whatever you knock until they say yes don't take no for an answer that's that's it like it's just really get out there and do it stop it stop telling yourself no that's it that's really it you you're an impressive guy like i Thank you. Like, thank you so much for being on the show and talking. It's, this is a phenomenal episode. I'm, I'm sure anyone listening oh, is going to feel you. the same way. Like, this is a masterclass in the hustle, the grind, and making something out of, like, your skill set and building the skill set and making yeah. it happen because that, yeah. like, that's what you've done. You've made it happen time and again. And Sink or swim. Yeah, the fruits of your labor are really coming to fruition now and like you have a very bright future in this it's very clear like you thank you you have thank the you. roadmap i i absolutely love this i think people are going to to love this episode i mean i think so too and it's uh i i i just um i don't know there's nothing to be scared of here it's everybody's so supportive in this space it's like you know i wouldn't be here if it weren't for the great minds that took the time to answer my dms that mm -hmm. there's a few people out there that really like took the time to not shoot me away and be like oh competition it's like no like hey we got another buddy like get in here like you said it's like party it's like everybody's got to hop in it's very warm and welcome but yeah it's um nobody's gonna do it by you nobody's yeah. gonna do it by you and uh you know i i also uh yeah, that little bit of luck in your pocket, a little, little bit of a devilish charm and just, uh, just a good smile. And you just, you know, you could, you could get pretty far with that, but with sincerity too, don't be a dirtbag, you know, like uh, go out there and do good stuff. Like good, good, good things happen to good people for a reason. And, uh, no, get out there, door knock and, uh, the hustle. Yeah. So like, like you were saying before, like, uh, how, you know, where you try to explain to people what NFTs are, it's like, dude, like I, I'm still learning too. Like I wish I knew more about it, but in all honesty, like that lady in real estate, she also taught me when we would be at a contract closing on this huge two, $3 million house, she would be like, I, I, cause I'm, I'm an analytical person. I love, I love information. My brain is a carousel and it never shuts off. I am a sponge and I, I just love to learn everything. So we'd be going through this, like, you know, 400 pages of the contract with the two people sitting there. And I would ask her beforehand, I'd be like, what is, what does it mean in clause three C when it says, and she goes, I don't know. I don't look at that. Your goal is to get them to sign. I don't care what that says. <laughs> and I remember she'd be like, that shit doesn't matter. What are you talking about? Why are you even worried about that? Get in there and sell it. You're not going to read that. You're not even going to think about this house after you sold it. Get out of here. So then I would be like, Wow. If, if you truly hustle hard enough and don't get me wrong, a true salesperson and a true person in the space, you have to knowledge is power. When people ask oh, you yeah. questions, it sucks to, to, to 
take the phone away for a second and say, hey, let me ask my broker. I don't know. Hey, is it? It's so good to say, no, here's the interest rate, X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. This is what's going to happen. This is great. I got you. Let's do this. So, but there's a little bit to be said about that hustle and that drive and how you sell yourself. Sometimes it doesn't matter what product you're selling. People are buying you. So when I when I would pull up to a to a deal in real estate and I'd pull up in my in my Ford Escape and I would see the the competing agent that I would be there with would pull up in a uh, brand new Mercedes Benz I knew who was getting the listing and it's because you're selling yourself that's the industry we're in the Hamptons they want to see that so it's like there is a piece of the hustle that it's like you don't necessarily have to know it all I'm still learning but do it do it. Put it out there. What's the worst they tell you? No, you'll figure it out. I make mistakes daily, daily in my <laughs> Discord. Thousand dollar mistakes. And it's like, I go, oh, well, that's the best way to learn. And Absolutely. I'm only human. I'm not a generative project. So get out there and do it. That's yeah. it. Should yeah. write a book. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Like, thank you so much. Where should we send yeah, people absolutely. to check out Skull Kids, uh, Dickers, uh, everything? Yeah, I, you know, I would, I would, uh, Go to my Twitter, uh, which is at SkullKidsNFT. And I also have a link fire in my Twitter bio that has a, a link to all my collections. Um, and then my Discord. My Discord is where I'm most active. We're always popping in there. My girlfriend is like my manager in there. Like she does all the back-end spreadsheets. And like she um, she's constantly talking to people in there because sometimes, like I said, I'll just fall asleep for three hours randomly out of the day out of exhaustion. And like, she's just keeping up with everybody for me. So, um, that, get in touch with my discord, Twitter, anywhere. And I normally answer to everybody unless you're like an asshole then no, I won't answer. But like <laughs> normally everybody I answer. So, uh, huh. yeah, well, seriously, this is awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time. And yeah, thank, yeah. Hey, and thank you for having me. We're absolutely gonna keep in touch. I mean, I'm in the discord already, like poking absolutely. around. I'm not as active as some okay. people, but like, yeah, this is, get in this there. Awesome. Get in there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. yeah, for sure. For Definitely. Sure. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Yeah, man. Hey, dude, thanks for having me. It was really a pleasure. Uh, and what you're doing is really awesome, too. The the the, uh, oh, the entire idea of what you're doing, this, this landscape is so new. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not only just for artists and utility and NFT projects. There is also a huge influencer side on this that has not been tapped in yet. There's also a huge talking about podcast side of this. How about how-to YouTube channels? This space is the Wild West. It is ungoverned. Get the fuck up and go do it. And you are doing it. So that it is, um, no, you know, what you're doing is real cool too. I appreciate all the hard work that goes into this. We're all hustling right now. So oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Out, out of curiosity, when you say the influencer side, do you have something in mind? Because I've been, I'm always thinking, I mean, what I do is I build businesses, help people grow their brands. Right. Like that's what I've done for the last uh, 12 years or whatever. Um, right. And I'm always thinking about things. Is there something on your mind right now that you're like, ooh, when someone does X, Y, Z, like this is sort of, it's just ripe for the taking. So I think um, with influencers right now in the space is there's, so I'm, I'm, I'm like very good at uh, making my voice heard when I type and writing. And uh, I find that huge to not type like a robot, like, you know, drop, drop a couple F-bombs, like be, you know, be funny, like say weird shit, like make people want to be your friend and be a human being like, so your brand is you, right? So I think there's a, a necessity for this voice that isn't just like <laughs> NFTs, like and retweet. It's like, <laughs> like, which some influencers do, which is kind of like lame, but it's like, how about like, 
fuck, I just lost 10 grand today because Ethereum dipped, you know, and like people are like, that's fucking relatable, you know, or uh-huh. like something along those lines. So I think there's this this um, this need for more voices. And um, I think there are there are strategies with exactly with what you're doing. Um, there's somebody, uh, Schiller, I don't know if you've linked up with him or if you know him at all, but so. he, he's like a pretty big influencer. He's a Twitch streamer. And like, he just talks about projects on his Twitch stream, like all the time. And, uh, he's got his finger on the pulse of all projects. And like, if I think influencers should know everything, anything else, if you're a broker 24 seven, all the time, you should be buying, flipping, trading, collecting everything in between and letting people know, like make your presence known. And, um, I think, uh, a mixture of that and like a voice to be heard people are going to want to hear what you got to say so mm-hmm. it's uh i and i just think there is a huge there are just so many markets that surround cryptocurrency yeah. or ethereum the ethereum blockchain i should say yeah, smart contracts um, and things that, that oh, it is just so untapped yeah. right now we are just going through a digital art renaissance when this surpasses art and it start and you start bleeding this into to mass adoption for, like so it, it's what I'm saying is, is do do it. I, I even I I just don't have the time to do it. But a YouTube tutorial on how to set up your MetaMask wallet. So I don't think that, that that's what's funny. You know, like, you, you, that's exactly what I like plan on doing. I already have like all this stuff mapped out just for like that beginner. Because like the audience like, listening to this, this is an entrepreneurial show. This is the second right. NFT episode I've ever released, and like right. people are new to this. Like. Is three weeks ago. I hadn't done anything right. in this space. Now I've yeah. bought a bunch. Yeah. I've sold some things. Like not, not like for like profit or anything, but just trying to figure out what's happening, moving stuff around, giving my girlfriend yep. a, an art piece here, and doing these different things. But right. it's daunting. Like I'm a tech guy, and it took me a little bit to yes. be like, how do you? What? What is this? What am I doing? <laughs> right, right. And then I also find in this space, um, so I'm very social. Mm-hmm. Like I. I, as you can see, I don't shut the fuck up. So it's like, I, uh, I love to talk to people. That's why I love sales. I love people. I just love engaging with people. I love being able to, to, to truly be friends with anybody. Like I, 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 I love that. And, uh, I, I, I know not a lot of people have that gift and a lot of people, and especially artists. I, I am just lucky that I am an artist that also has that gift because a lot of the time these artists 80% 80% of the time are going to be critical of their work. 5% of the time be too scared to post their work on Twitter. And the remaining percentage, they're not going to want to even, they, they don't know how to sell their stuff besides like shilling or like, but that, like, that's why I say door knock until your knuckles are white. But then when you're not social, you don't know how to understand it. So you have this artist, social and tech side component where I know, like you said, you're a tech guy where a lot of tech people, um, may not be the most social either it's like you, your guys brains are on another level where it's like you guys are like you guys telepathically speak like you don't need to speak to other people so it's like um so when you uh it's a matter of finding like you obviously have this social gift as well where it's like you aren't scared to talk to people you want to be on camera you want to so that's awesome and that is that is the, the huge missing element here is uh a lot of these projects that like are phenomenal art that they just are like uh, I don't know. They're probably going to tell me no. Yeah. Don't let them. So what? They're going to. Uh-huh. Everyone's going to tell you no. <laughs> Have you never been told no? Who fucking cares? Get over it. You know that it's like. So there's that aspect that I think if. I don't know. There's just there's just, there's just too many angles to hit. It's exhausting. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. And, so- and since it's so like ungoverned right now, and it's such like a free space that it's like. 
it's free game. That's why it's so exhausting is because like, wait, I want to do this. I want to do this too before people get here. Wait, I, I also want to do this. I kind of want to do this too. So it's like you, you want to, you now have the opportunity to do it before it becomes, you know, too, yeah. before your grandparents start talking about it at Thanksgiving. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. And like that so. artist, like you said, the artist not being able to sell their work, that is such a big challenge. Like you, <laughs> like, Obviously, you have that gift of selling on the art, which is so rare. Like, that is right. amazing. Right. Like, and I feel like there's so much insight that you already, like, gave. But for someone who isn't a salesman, but they're an artist, but they're struggling with that, do you have any sort of advice for someone who, like, just, like, knocking on the I doors? Do. But, okay. I do. So, the advice that I could give to you, and uh, my girlfriend's going to laugh. Because she's heard me do this sales pitch a million fucking times to a bunch of different people. But there is a book that I I haven't read it in about in a year, two years. But I have treated this book like a Bible and it has changed my life. And you have to be a little open-minded. And I hate reading books. I don't read books. I, I will read if I have to, but I don't enjoy it. My brain moves too fast to sit down and read a book. And, um, but this book, I revered it. I take notes on it and I get something different every single time out of it. So the book is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's about 99 cents on Apple, or you can go buy it for $7.99 on Amazon. I'm pretty sure that's the exact price. Um, I've had so many different copies of it. I own it digitally. I highlight it different times, different amounts of everything. And this book teaches you essentially how to like brainwash yourself into being like, I will die if I do not succeed in whatever I'm doing. So that's my seek. That's the luck secret. It's I don't have a little luck in my pocket is that book has given me a little bit of luck in my pocket because I, it's like, you're, you're, you're able to like really just brain almost like brainwash yourself or like change, like just the way you think about sales and just like how you're going to make money or, or, or do, um, how you're going to uh, just approach um, any kind of situation. It's not just about making money. It's about like believing in yourself. And like, so you, you create a goal, right? And you write this goal out six times. And the goal I've come to learn doesn't need to be monetary. It doesn't need to be money. It could be, the goal could be anything else. The book designs it towards money. You write down a finite amount of money, but you put this, the, these six steps everywhere. You, you, you put it in the visor in your car in the morning. When you pull it down, you put it in the bathroom. When you're brushing your teeth in the morning, you put it in your sock drawer. When you open it up, you put it on on, on the, the front of your door before you leave for work, sticky notes. So when you open it, so you, you start to subliminally brainwash the, the, the back of your mind into this goal. And you say it two times in the morning and you say it two times at night. And it's like this weird little ritual you do. You have to be a little open-minded to it, but you have to do it every day. And at first you're kind of like, I'm <laughs> like, you're, you're like, this is so lame. But then towards... It, 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 the, the book talks about opportunity knocking and, and that you, you, the universe won't give you your opportunity until you're in that mindset because you'll probably fuck it up if you're not. So you have to be hungry. And this book teaches you how to, so you, how to just be that. So you read these six steps and then before you know it, you're starting to, you memorize it. And then you're saying it to yourself all day. And then you go, I'm going to make 50 grand this month. I'm going to make 50 grand this month. If I don't make 50 grand this month, I'm going to fucking die. And, and like, it like just, that's how crazy you gotta, you gotta turn your mind into it. And, and it, the book also talks about like, it, I don't know. Are you familiar with where good vibrations comes from? The saying good vibrations, good, um, vibes, good vibes. I'm not sure. Okay. So good vibrations, good vibes 
is vibrations when you speak. It, it kind of blends into like Murphy's Law, Law of Attraction kind of stuff. So when you speak, you, you, you release vibrations, your words, you release vibrations. My football co coach once told me there are two things you can never get back in your life, and that's your time and your word. So you can't get those. Once your word is out, you, you can say sorry, but you can't take it back. You can never take it back. And same thing with time. You can never take it back. So your word is very powerful. It's very bond. There's a reason why. So this book talks about the vibrations that you release. And if you're always negative and like, he's going to say no anyway. Yeah, he's going to fucking say no because you don't believe in yourself. And it's like, but when you start to get to this, uh, the, the, this pinnacle where you're saying like good, you start to really believe in yourself and I'm going to make 50 grand this month. Not I, I think I'm going to make 50 grand. I'm going to, it's like, it teaches you how to take certain words out of your, your vocabulary. And then before you know it, and it could take years, this process could take years. I started this process when I was 18 and now I'm finally reaping the rewards of it. And I did it every fucking day. I did I, like, it's just, I, I, and I've done it with different things in my life and different six steps. And I just believe in it so much. And it's, uh, you know, our minds are so powerful for, and we put ourselves in these little prisons, but this book will change if you take the time to read it, that is. And you can only read a chapter a day. It's a very specific instruction. It's like, this thing's like a spell book, dude. Like, it's like, so like you, 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 you have to, you can like, for example, make those six steps. Like I'm going to have the courage today to talk to somebody. At first, at first, like I said, yeah, I'm going to have the courage today to talk to somebody. But after you do it for four or five weeks, that word courage becomes something different to you. And you go, I'm going to have the courage to talk to somebody today. And then you get to that point where you finally build up the balls to do it. And then that's where your life will start changing. When you start implementing the, the, this book daily. And it also teaches you how to save money and, and be smart with your money. And, um, and all the greatest minds in the world have, have used it. But so when you start speaking out good vibrations and positive things, I will, I am, not I think, and I hope. And when you start swapping these things out, it's really amazing how fast you brainwash yourself and how much you start to believe in yourself. It's like a good brainwash. And then you start to implement it in everything. And then you get this like weird little charm where people never say like no to you anymore. And you're like, all right, like what the hell? Like that is really, really awesome. And like, I recommend any business person to read it. Um, anybody that, that is trying to get started in, in this space or in another business or anything in their life, if they, if they, if they are feeling low, they don't believe in themselves. They, you know, to, to be honest with you, the, the manic artists, the depressed artists, they go hand in hand. It's a dark, it's a dark area. Creative people are fucking dark, man. Like I'm super dark. A lot of my shit is, is really, really dark and weird. And it's just, it, it's my, like I said, I never shut off. It's torturous. But when you start to learn how to master that and you could show like that, the, you could show your own brain that you're like, I did that to myself. Like there, there wasn't like, I didn't have to take an antidepressant. I didn't have to take this. I didn't have to, I lit. It was like, I just rewired my fucking brain. And then each time you, you, you do this process, um, since it worked the previous time, you start to be like, all right, what's the next one? And then it's, so now you're like putting double good vibes out there. And then before you know it, it's like, you're living this book. And, um, but you have to be very open-minded to it because it's it's a little new agey with its stuff. The book was written a while ago, but what I mean by new agey is just like, you know, it talks about just like the good vibrations, speaking things and speaking things into existence, Murphy's law, you know, if you think about bad things, bad things will happen, law of attraction, you think about good things, good things will happen. 
It's pretty true because I, I, you know, I was, I, I, I'm super manic, like I said. So like there are times when I'm like, I'm so in my bag and I am like totally depressed and like, I'm, well, why bother? I'm Eeyore all the time. And like, and then Eeyore things happen and then I become Eeyore. But then I start to, I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have done way too much to be here. And then I like pull myself out of it. And I'm like, that book really is a powerful, is a powerful book. It's, it's a very, very powerful book. That is killer. So yeah, that is my, for everybody is my recommendation is to read that book. I'll buy it for you. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter and I will buy it for you. Whoever is interested after watching this, I will, I will digitally buy it for you or I'll buy it on Amazon and ship it to you. And it will change your life. I have to say, whenever you start your speaking career, because that just seems in, <laughs> it's in the cards. Like you are so inspirational. So like Thank everything you. you're saying and how you connect all the pieces together so valuable like i mean you know, i can see I, you it, on stage absolutely in the future <laughs> i mean no, this is awesome you. at nft con maybe but people have said that before they were like yo you should you should definitely do that and it's like you know i see a lot of these motivational speakers they fucking sell snake water and like by snake water i mean it's like uh they don't give like real good advice like they say like you know like you'll get some 18 year old kid who's like my parents don't want to my parents want me to go to college, but I want to start, I want to start a sock business. And like, then like the, the, and the sock business is going to be $250,000. And I have to take a loan out at, out at 25% interest. Is this a good idea? And then you get like the guy on stage who's like, just fucking do it. And then like, everybody's <laughs> like, and I know I was just saying, just fucking do it. But also, like I said, there's a lot that goes into that when it's like, like I said, financially with saving and like this book really teaches you how to be smart with it. And it's like, to be honest with you, it's like, no, tell that kid, maybe he should try a semester or two at college. And then if he hates it, then take out the loan because that loan will probably stick with him for the rest of his life. And then sock business, very diluted. Why aren't you going to tell him that? You know, it's like it, there's more to it. And um, so I, I thought about it before because I, I really think I could come up with a cool system where it's like you have that like believe it in yourself kind of shit because totally true a hundred percent true like i just said that that oh, yeah. i i'm living proof of it um but then there's the also like you know don't spend 10 grand on a board ape side of it it's like maybe maybe put that down on your mortgage or like put that in a put that in an ira you know where it's like <laughs> i um I, I i really uh i don't know i i have a natural gift with um with uh like numbers and i am I, my girlfriend had to take my community college math class because I'm that stupid that I couldn't do it. And it was like algebra 101. So it was like, well, what I say by like, I'm gifted with numbers is like money and crunching numbers and percentages and how to save it and where to save it and where to put it in and trajectories of things. And like, I just, I, it's weird. I just have a real, I have, I have instinct. I have instinct with it. And, um, I don't know. I've worked for myself mainly for the last 10 years. Like I, I, I've just made it happen for myself. It's like, you have to get good at that. And that's a huge aspect of it as well. So, uh, yeah, no, I totally, I, I definitely, <laughs> I could get down with it. I, I love inspiring people. You never know whose day you're going to change. I want to thank Jack for joining me on this episode. Be sure to head on over to his Twitter account. That is Skull Kids NFT, where you'll be able to find links to his, uh, Skull, Skull Kids collection on OpenSea, his discord and everything else. It is an awesome project. I highly, highly recommend that you check it out and get in now, like get in on the ground floor as he's one of the pioneers in this space defining what what this space is and what what can be done as an independent art artist in the NFT space. So again, that's Skull Kids NFT on Twitter.
As always, this episode of Starting Now is brought to you by Built. At Built, we help you get started online. Whether you want to start a blog or a business, head on over to built.co. That's BYLT.co to get started. Built. Your website, built for you, simply. Finally, if you're enjoying this episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and definitely check out the video version on YouTube, my favorite version of the show. And I would love a subscribe, a thumbs up, and if you could click that bell if you want to hear hear more of these stories, dive into more entrepreneurial and NFT uh, stories, and learn as much as you can about this space, which is such, it's so in, in its infancy, I highly recommend if you're an artist or in any way creative and curious about this space. I highly recommend that you dive in. Um, But you can find the show there on YouTube. Well, that'll do it. Again, I'm Jeff Saris. This has been Starting Now, and I'll see you next time.